What is up, beautiful people? I have my friend Emily here, Emily Tilton. And so today is another client testimonial just for us to like basically catch up and talk about um, basically the whole experience of us working together and just kind of like where she's at now and stuff. And so we talked a little bit before of kind of like what the intention for this one is, like how I'm going about these like client testimonials um, videos. So what we were talking about right before this is more so, I just want Emily to kind of like, as if she, if she had the chance to kind of jump into like a time portal, go back, say to the very beginning before us uh, work together, basically that moment. And if she had like a five minute window, five minute timer, not to go buy a lottery ticket or anything like that, or like <laughs> put a bet on the Chiefs winning, but more so if she had like five, 10 minutes to just give to her younger self, some nuggets, some wisdom of things that she wished that she, that she needed to hear that things that she would want to hear things to look out for and basically more so approach it from the perspective of being that big sister advice. Um, big brother advice that we all would want. So Emily, first off, thank you for taking the time of your day to come on here and chatting with me. And, yeah, thanks for having um, me. And um, if you can take us back to the first moment when you reached out to me, um, what was going through your head and what encouraged you, gave you the strength to take that leap to fill out that questionnaire? Yeah. So, um, when we first started, I was at the lowest point of my life ever. Um, I have three daughters and my youngest one had passed away. Um, and it really hit a, a pivotal moment of, I can pick up from where I'm at now. You know, I just like stopped. I went through a few months of therapy and things grieving process. And I was like, I don't really know what to do with myself. Um, but I was the like most unhealthy I'd ever been um, through dealing with grief. I had started like smoking cigarettes again and eating anything all the time. And I went through, like I said, just like the roughest part of my life. And um, I, my therapist told me like I needed to channel my energy into something positive. And so I kind of, for the first time in my life, decided to channel that energy into myself. And, um, I knew I needed to figure out how to be healthy. I'd still have two daughters who at the time were three and one and very active. And I was very much not. And, um, I just knew that I needed to start rebuilding somewhere. And so I took my therapist's advice and I started reaching out to a friend, um, our, one of our mutual friends who introduced me to you and said, like, I know this guy who, wants to work with clients and here you go. And so, um, I got the questionnaire from you and I remember filling out that questionnaire and just being like, what am I doing? Like I've tried my whole life to lose weight. I've tried to work out. Um, I, I am I even going to stick with this? Like I'm about to jump into something, paying someone to tell me what to do. And it's like, well, I could just YouTube it. And I remember thinking all these things as I'm filling out the questionnaire. And then I hit submit and I just took a deep breath and I was like, okay, well, there's no going back now. So <laughs> he's going to reach out. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very low point for me. And I just remember thinking like, I'm not going to get any lower than I am now. I'm not going to go downhill any further than where I'm at right now. So why not try 
to go up that hill instead of just staying here. Were you so comparing that feeling and comparing after we first spoke? Um, I believe it was we. I think it was either the email because that was like two, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, how did you feel once we did speak for the first time? Just yeah. So I was actually really shocked. Like I expected some stereotypical um, like fitness jock. No offense to get on the phone and be like, "You're a woman who's had three kids and does nothing and like." just a lot of judgment. And I remember just feeling really anxious. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm about to talk to this person who's worked out and done all these things that I've always wished I could be. And he's not going to have any idea where I'm coming from. He's not going to understand like where I'm at in my life and what I need. And then something really awesome happened and you had empathy for, for me as a human being. Um, and you were just really great and you were understanding and you listened to what I was saying that I had trouble with and you created a plan from that instead of just saying like, no, this is what you have to do this way. It's the same for every person. Like I felt very individualized after that conversation. Good, good. And I think that is something that many people and jog my memory here have you worked with a coach or a trainer before we worked together no i was always too scared to even talk to them so <laughs> i never i never worked with anyone before okay and so but uh, which it's fair that you had those apprehensions and those thoughts of like is he going to judge me is he going to mm -hmm. say i'm being lazy things like that and i'm i'm glad i didn't show up as being that person. <laughs> <laughs> no, total opposite. So I'm glad that you were able to receive it well. And I still remember that moment when you, when I saw that form fill out and you were like the first person that I started working with um, when I started this whole thing and just reading your story. And cause it was on Christmas. I think it was, mm -hmm. it was the day after Christmas. And yeah. I was like, I don't even care. I'm going to work with this girl. I don't care how long <laughs> it takes. And even till now, off and on. Mm -hmm. And so after those moments and everything, what was one of the biggest things that like, that was a, like an aha moment to you that just like, this felt right. Like this was exactly what I needed to do. What was that? Do you remember yeah. that moment? Yeah, I do. Um, so we worked a lot in the beginning about like nutrition. Like I had so much misinformation from, growing up with a, um, a baby boomer parent <laughs> and not knowing, you know, anything about how to count calories. I remember as a kid being told that having a diet Coke canceled out other calories like that extreme. And everything I knew was from like YouTube or Facebook or just random people on the internet. And, um, I was very lost. And I remember telling you like, well, this is what I'm eating and how I'm eating. And you telling me like, have you ever counted protein before? And I don't know why I never thought of that, but I was like, no, I only know how to count carbs and calories. And you told me, you're like, well, let's just try to up your protein and just see how your body feels. And I remember the first week or so that I had hit like 80 grams of protein. Um, I think I, we were trying to get like 80 is almost a hundred grams of protein in. And I was like, wow, I really don't eat as much protein as I thought. 
I did. And, um, I remember that first week I felt my whole body. Cause I mean, when you prioritize that much protein, you're not eating much else. <laughs> and, um, I remember I went from feeling really sluggish and tired and just like I had no energy at all to, I realized that following week after I stayed consistent with it, I was playing with my kids in the morning before having coffee. I was like going out and making running errands and stuff after the gym and not feeling like I needed to take a 20 hour nap. Like I, I remember thinking then like, wow, like this guy just explained it to me in a way I can understand. And I have energy and access to this whole other physical ability of myself that I didn't realize before just in changing that one thing. We didn't even focus on anything else. It was just that one step of don't worry about anything except counting your protein. And it, I felt like in that moment, I was like, oh, wow, like I can do this. Like this is, I've got this. Like this was a lot easier than I thought it would be just changing one thing at a time and just sticking to it and showing myself like I can stick to something. I love that. I love that. And thank you for sharing that. Cause I love that you, you felt belief that you felt like yeah. you had confidence. You felt like you can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And when the part right there, when you were mentioning how you and your daughters were like, you're more active, you were, you were feeling the energy. I still remember. And it was um, like, you sent me a text one time and it was like, you're like, Hey, I just freaking ran with my daughters. <laughs> And that that moment when you sent me that text uh, is the one that stands out the most. In mm -hmm. my, like if I were to go through like my memory file as an index card, that's the one that stands out. That's like highlighted. And yeah. I just remember how the text came out of nowhere and <laughs> just me. Uh, I'm not a parent, so I don't know what that feels like. I So I can't like pretend, but I can only imagine how good that would feel like and how mm -hmm powerful that is and the fact that you have that belief now and that gift to do that with your daughters that just I was so proud of you at that moment and I was like <laughs> Fuck yes so funny story um when I had sent you that text I don't know if you remember we were on vacation and my oldest she always wanted me to play tag with her and three four years of her life I didn't because I was tired I wasn't I never I just told myself, I can't run. That's not something I do. Um, we were on vacation and she asked me to chase her. Uh, it was an empty parking lot. No kids were harmed in this. Um, and uh, she said she wanted me to chase her and play tag. And I just took off and I just did it. And that's when I texted you. I was like, I just ran after my kid. Like literally, like we just played tag in the parking lot. And I can't believe that I did that. And I'm not tired. And because of that, anytime there's an empty parking lot, my kids and I play tag on the way to the car. And it's something we do literally every day, multiple times a day on our way to the car. If there is no one else around, we take off running for no reason. So it's a great kind of tradition we have now because of you. So. Well, I'm, I'm honored, but you, I was, I was the guide. You, you did the work. You, you, you took that leap to build that faith and that belief and the confidence when you didn't have it because you were yeah. at a very low point. And I'm sure that you probably was, you almost had to kind of fake it or like fake it a little bit, some of that belief. Yeah. And yeah. 
now you have it and now that you can that's dope like you and your daughters can play around and now that's a core memory in them now they're going to remember mm-hmm. their mom being like now that they're not going to be able to it's not like when they grow up they're not going to recall back being like i couldn't hang out play with my mom because she was too um too weak to unable yeah. to do these things but now that history is not going to happen. It's, right. oh yeah, we ran around the car all the time growing up. Yeah. All I remember is we just played tag going mm-hmm. to the car. That's going to be in their memory file forever now. Yeah. And I love that you that you have that gift with them. And everything that you're doing um, is only going to feed into them um, from like you being taught what you were taught. Um held you back a little bit when it comes to like your health and whatnot but now you can change that direction that trajectory for your daughters now yes starting at the youngest age of of, at the time one and three yeah that's a big motivation for me still um and you know i've we've talked about the other mom friends i have when i had started recording videos for you for our training I would just post them on my social media and I gained a little bit of a following from that. And, um, especially from like the mom community and I had other moms reaching out to me. They're like, Oh my gosh, like, how are you doing this? Like, I would be so scared to, um, go on a journey like this or I'm too busy or, you know, I admire your, um, willingness to stick to something that I could never do that. I remember just telling them, I didn't just invest in myself. I invested in my daughter's future because I didn't know. I didn't know about fitness. I didn't know about nutrition. And I didn't want my girls to go through what I went through. And so every time someone said, like, how do you prioritize this financially or in your motivation with all the other things and tasks that, and just the mental load that we have as moms. Um, And I told them, like, I'm prioritizing my girl's future. Because if I don't teach them, they're going to have to go through this by themselves like I am now. So that was a motivation for me, and it still is, to continue learning and to continue training. And I think that's, I'm really glad you brought that point and shared that for anyone else that's listening to this, that being a parent, being a mom, and I can only think back, like, reflecting back on my mom, because, like, I grew up having a single mom, and there's multiple of us, and I can only like me looking at the amount of load and stress she had to deal with and handle all the responsibilities and hats that she had to kind of handle and you having to do all that while on your own path of how do I evolve as a person? Mm -hmm. How do I get healthier? So then you're just not, you're not just for you. It's you're trying to be a beacon for your daughters in the future. Mm -hmm. And I think that's great. And I think that's so empowering and that you were able to do it. And now it just shows to anyone else who hears your story to be like, she can do it. Why not you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm blessed to not be a single mom, but through two years of us working together, um, you know, my husband worked away from home for three, four months at a time. And so there, a lot of what I did um, motivation wise, I was still being, that only parent at the house with the girls doing the day-to-day things while he was off at work. And since this is a client testimonial, I want to say um, for any moms listening that working with you, you were always really gracious about me having to reschedule or having to say, I'm running a few minutes behind or even 
having no other choice but to have those Zoom calls with you with my kids sitting on me or next to me because that's just what had to happen. But I still prioritize it in a way that I, I don't feel I wasted my time or your time. And um, I just wanted to take a minute to recognize any moms worried about someone who doesn't have kids working with them. He definitely understands it as if he has kids. So. <laughs> now i mean i only have a dog now but, <laughs> but thank you well you're always really gracious with me about that and i think that's important because i know as moms we get nervous about people understanding what it's like to have kids in your home all the time and not sometimes phone calls don't go the way you want them to <laughs> yes and i think that's just i'm glad i think i'm just glad to grow up in a family where I saw there's a lot of moving pieces and just mm -hmm. I feel like just being a normal person. It's like everyone has stuff. Everyone mm -hmm. can't. If you having daughters, like things are going to be, things are going to happen when they happen. And if you're yeah. a couple minutes late to a call or if your daughter doesn't jump in or if it's, we're in the, you're in a car instead of being a home, not being like perfectly, it's, you can only control so many things. And yeah. the way that you were able to find, the harmony between everything just to mm -hmm. make things work just shows a lot of strength and it was never perfect and you never yeah. still strive to be perfect you just you're like what do i have to do let's get it done somehow and mm -hmm. if it's messy it's it gets done yeah and what so if you were still talking to your younger self right now what were or to somebody, anyone else here as that big sister, it's like, what's one or two things that you would tell for them to be like, get ready, just get ready for this, something that you didn't think of before, but until it happens and you're like, you need to know about this. So my number one thing, um, when I even talk to people today, um, or followers that I have is you can do hard things and you can change things in your life and you can change your routine and think that you have all the boxes checked, but until your mentality changes to that, I can do hard things. It's not going to be a long-term change. It's going to be something short-term that you get burned out with really quickly. And the hardest part, I think, of all of this, it wasn't waking up every day and going to the gym and putting myself out there with a tripod and taping myself and doing all the things. That was hard. But the hardest part was when it was just me by myself and I had a decision. I could make excuses. I could not go to the gym. I could make excuses, get fast food on the way home. Um, and I had a lot of those. I could come up with excuses out of thin air. Um, but until I changed my mentality of I can do hard things and this doesn't have to be something that I think of as, oh, this sucks or something like that. But um, I could think of it in a positive light of, yeah, I can do hard stuff. And look at me like I just had a really hard day with my kids and I'm alone right now and I'm going home. I'm going to cook dinner at home or get my meal prep out. And that's hard. And it's super awesome that I can do that. Like, look at how strong I am. Look at how great I'm doing right now. And having that switch in your mind from like, oh, I'm dreading doing this to like, hey, look how it's so cool that I can do this hard stuff. Like having that confidence boost and just 
mentality shift is something that I encourage everyone and anyone who's on any type of, whether it's a weight loss journey, health and fitness, or even just trying to do better in school or whatever it is, is like, believe that you can do hard things and be proud of yourself for that. Because that one little shift in your mindset is going to change and open so many doors for you. I'm so, I'm so glad that you said that. And it's the, the transformation is so much more than just your, just physical. Yeah. And yeah. You probably at the beginning were looking like walking into it being like, okay, we're gonna look at this through like a physical lens. Yeah. But somewhere along the way, it just became so much more than just physical. It was. Yeah. It's, it's your said. everyday. It's your everyday mentality of, you know, and I've, I've talked with you and I'm, someone who talks very openly about like my mental health struggles and my struggles just in life in general. And it's never been easy. And it doesn't, that, that switch doesn't happen overnight. But when you slowly just continue to tell yourself, like, I can do hard things and it's awesome. I can do that. I'm proud of myself. I love myself for this. Like I'm worth more. And just those kind of cliche affirmations that everybody says to say, when you have an understanding of that and you practice it every single day, you actually believe it. Like I've always heard people say it's, um, you know, it starts in your mind. It starts in your mind. And I'm always like, yeah, but I want to be skinny and be able to run and, you know, look awesome. But feeling awesome just mentally has far surpassed my expectations of looking awesome or looking the way that I imagined myself looking. That's awesome. And that's something that you can carry with you forever. And that's something that you can share and teach your daughters as they grow yes. up. And that's so powerful. Thank you yeah. for sharing. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys, I think this is where we are going to round it out. Um, Emily, thank you so much for coming on and sharing and just opening up and being vulnerable about the whole experience. And for anybody else who is listening, use this, listen to this over and over because you can do hard things because Emily's done it. You can <laughs> do it too. And you, you can do it. Just if there's anything is you can do it, whatever it is, however big of a transformation it is, you can do it. There's no reason that says you can't do it. And if someone's trying to say that, then that's not the type of person you need to be around you. And if it's your own thoughts, then you need to have a hard conversation with yourself and you can do it. So Emily, thank you for coming on, sharing. And I am so honored to have worked with you and I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, I will catch you guys in the next one. Um, do all the good things. If you are not following, please hit that subscribe button, whether this is going to be on YouTube and podcast. So hit that subscribe button if you can. That really does help me out. Um, leave a rating um, if you think I've earned it on Spotify. It's just a quick two-second pop-up of, of how many stars you think I've earned. And on Apple Podcasts, if you um, can leave a little message or review of your honest thoughts, I would greatly appreciate it. And thank you guys. We'll see you later.